Today we're gonna to talk about how you can get started with Google Analytics and the importance of that. Are you ready? Because it's time. You're listening to the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast, part of the TCD Podcast Network. Hey heroes, my name is Tom Pounder and this is the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast. This is a podcast where I bring on ministry leaders and we talk about how you can do ministry more effectively in this very digital and online world. And today I'm bringing back a friend of mine, Jeremy Zog. Jeremy and I have been friends for a number of years. We started off by being friends with website stuff and uh, student ministry stuff, but now we've just become more just friends, <laughs> friend friends, not ministry friends, but more friend friends. And uh, I'm bringing him on the podcast because he is uh, well-versed with uh, websites, and that's what he does uh, currently today. And we're going to talk about Google Analytics and the value of it for your church, or your ministry, and just some different tips uh, that he has to share along with Google Analytics. So I'm really excited about this conversation. But before we get into that conversation, I want to remind you to check out the church.digital. At the church.digital, we have tons of great podcasts, resources, coaching, blog posts, cohorts. There's lots of stuff going on. Online ministry is the place to be. I'm, I'm not just saying that because I'm an online guy, but it is the place to be. Whether you're doing digital ministry, where it's digital and in person, whether it's all just digital or just metaverse ministry, the, the new uh, ministry track with uh, metaverse ministry, there is lots of different opportunities for you to learn at the church.digital. So make sure you check out the church.digital, not just this podcast, but all the different podcasts and all the different blog posts and resources that we have there. I would love for you to check that out today. All right, so without any further ado, let's get into the conversation with Jeremy Zog talking about Google Analytics and the value of it for your church. All right, with me right now is my friend Jeremy Zog. Jeremy, how are you? Glorious, Tommy. That's good. Okay, I should have I should have said this was all not video related today because. But now you're gonna make funny faces and all right. oh it's okay. So they can't see our our yeah. uh yeah, our wrinkled face. See this now. I mean, so I, I have a few people from my podcast that always like to try to mess me up, and you're one of those people. Tom, let's keep it positive. I'll keep it positive and be happy. Okay, okay. Well, Jeremy, you and I have known each other for quite a number of years, but some people may not know who you are. So to get this started, why don't, why don't you share a little bit about who you are and what you currently do? Great. I'm a retired youth minister of 18 years, uh, 18 years. And now so I worked in all nonprofits. And as you know, nonprofits means you don't get much money to market. So you got to learn all the skills and tools and trades and tricks, which I did. Yeah. Uh, and I actually really fell in love with marketing, particular digital marketing. And so um, I kind of was like, you know what? I uh, it was just kind of, a, you know, during COVID and all that, went and got certified in front end web development and some digital marketing uh, certifications and uh, landed a job with a software company doing uh, their marketing on their external sites. And so um, that's what I do now. And I love it. So I went from crazy teenagers to now tech. Tech, which is crazy all within itself. Um, but I bet you a whole lot different. Uh, well, it is a whole lot different. <laughs> but a, a little known fact about Jeremy and I um, is that Jeremy actually like kind of helped me build my first website, you know, <laughs> and, and for the longest time, 
he was kind of my website manager. Whenever I had a crash, I would call him and I'd be like, Jeremy, help me, help me. And you would take time out and, and help me figure things out. But thankfully you don't do that anymore. And now I have to just, well, I still call you and ask you website questions. Like I was asking you before we press play. Um, I love now, now, like whenever I see your number, I just say, what do you want? Because, like, <laughs> but you're like always trying to be so nice. Like, hey, how, how's your life? I, I do care. I do care. I'm like, all right, what broke on your site? What, what, how, what do we need to fix? Yeah. And, and then, then we get all buddy, buddy and talk. Then we get all buddy, buddy and talk. So you were a fantastic student minister. You worked for Orange. But what I do love about what you did was exactly what you did is you had a passion for website and you got certifications. Uh, and now you got an awesome job and you're working remotely and you can work wherever you want. Too bad you never come up to visit me and work remotely, but that's another story. We can talk about that in private later. <laughs> but um, today we're going to talk about Google Analytics, okay? Um, I think it's one of those things that you always hear about. Every website should have Google Analytics and you should be tracking it. But tell me why, Jeremy, to kick us off on this whole thing, tell us what is Google Analytics and why your church website should have it. Google Analytics, you're right, right? Like everyone talks about it. It's like, you gotta have it, you gotta have it. But it's it's just evolved, it's changed. As you know, technology, websites change. So the, the biggest tool and great, and it's free uh, resource is Google Analytics. Why? Because you can measure everything on your website so you can better, you can better manage it more effectively. Yeah. Um, so it's all data driven. It's, it, that's why I love it. It's data. It's not feelings. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's like we have data who's visiting our site. Okay. It's a 52 year old woman who lives in the North part of the city, you know, like we can really drill down data and I love data. So let your data to drive decisions and let's, define the metrics to better manage your site. And that's a big thing, right? Like the website's the open door to the church. Yeah, exactly right. And again, we track all sorts of other numbers. Why shouldn't we be tracking what's who's looking at our website, how long they're staying on our website, what pages are the best and are doing the best and why they're doing it. So, so you're going to walk us through just three different points here today. Um, about Google Analytics um, and about what that can do for your website. So let's go through uh, with point number one what, or, or topic or point. Yeah, point number one. <laughs> yeah, so I know everyone's probably so excited to hear about analytics. Like there's not like people, when you say analytics, people just light up so great. No, uh, but I, I, I try to make it pretty interactive and, and, you know, drilling down data isn't so fun. So I try to find just really quick, easy tools, simple things that can really give me a dashboard on, on site statistics. So the first big thing is install it. Right. And we're not going to go through that, but if you do reach out to it, it's super, there's just Google it. Essentially you just need your tracking code. Then you need to put that in your site. If you're using CMS of WordPress. There's a lot of really easy ways to do that. And so you need, now, you, now you're tracking. Now, now analytics is tracking you, right? And so, um, so to make it easier, instead of like having to go and drill down in the search console or going to the analytics dashboard, there's this amazing um, Google 
Chrome extension called Page Analytics. So that's a free thing. Go ahead, get it. And then it will give you a banner right there on the top of your navigation. So every page that you're on on your website, it will give you the dashboard of what common value or what metrics that Google Analytics likes to view. So one of those big pieces, you know, um, that I really like to talk about is is what what's kind of the analytics that are in the mind of your 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 user or the session that you're using. So try to think through your audience. Who's the church member, the potential individual that is coming onto your site? So think kind of through the psychology of what what do they they want, what they need, what they're looking for. Um, so a couple things to look at that average session session is one user. How much time are they staying on that site? And that will tell you right there. How long? Four seconds, five seconds, one second. Like that's going to tell you a lot right there. Um, the longer, the better, right? The longer. Uh, the yeah. You know, so obviously, if, and that's another cool thing. There's a behavioral flow chart. So we'll look at. All right. So how did this new user come in? Um, and typically for good performing websites, like they're going to land on the homepage. Now, kind of with kind of the growing trend of user experiences, like landing pages should get you everything you need. So typically, and the reason why is because once they leave that landing page, they're only really drilling down to maybe one or two more pages in your site. So uh, I would say a really good, good thing is like five to 10 seconds. And, and, and if that you have a very clear CTA of action, then, then you're doing really, really well. Uh, uh, there. But another thing kind of to that point is the bounce rate that you want to look at. Um, what's the percentage of these users that are coming to your site and when are they leaving? How, how many of those percentages? So, you know, take a given sample set. Maybe you have 3000 users in a given month and 40% are bouncing after like three seconds. Like that's probably, you might need to kind of start to look at that. But again, these are getting some metrics yeah. to kind of arm you for some, for some data. Yeah. I, I think it's important because again, you, you've said a few different things like bounce rate sessions and whatnot. You know, you could easily just Google just different Google analytics terms. So you can become familiar with the terms because again, the idea is you want to keep them on the page. You want to get them is still investing in what is happening um, on your page. So the longer you can keep them, the better. And if you're not keeping them for, for very long, then you got to figure out, okay, what adjustments do I need to make to make sure that people are staying on the page a little bit longer. Um, yeah. I, oh, go ahead. You know, like a website is, is like, it's like an organism. It's live, it's well, and it wants to, it wants to perform and lead the user to what it needs to do. So it, it needs, it needs kind of an owner to help shape that experience. And they call that user experience. So to me, that's a lot of fun defining the flow and like kind of the funnel of how you want people to interact and, and experience your website. So once you kind of design that, make sure, and then you can start to then get very strategic in, in your development on your, how you want your site. Now, now, Jeremy, do you want to have a lot of different pages on your website or do you want to be very concise on the, the amount of pages? Like, do you, does your youth ministry need to have like 20 different pages linked to different things or should it be more concise for that? Yeah. So I guess, again, you know, you, this is, this is my opinion. There's a lot of different opinions and probably articles that will disagree with what I say, but from what I've seen and based off of Google analytics and, and individuals use, 
you know, I, I, what is it like after eight seconds, you summers don't have somebody's attention, they're gone. So what I say is having a really slick landing page, that one page, uh, very uh, image focused. And then in that navigation, when you click, they're called anchor links, it will just scroll to that page section on that landing page. And then from there, you can have a very specific CTA. So then they can drill down to information they need, such as like a calendar or a form or more status on the events or your library. So I think that's kind of where, so my, my thing is having a scrolling landing page and then allowing them to choose and click if they want to drill down deeper. But I let them decide that, not the design. Yeah. Now, again, if you're listening to this and like, man, I don't even have the foggiest idea of what was going on. The reality is- Sorry. I mean, <laughs> the reality is, sorry, you're, you're really, you're, you're up a creek. Sorry. But the reality is web pages have become very interactive. And again, uh, I like to use WordPress and WordPress is my blog and what I use. Uh, that can be a little bit more tedious. Some people like to say that that's like the Android of smartphones, like, because you can, you can really tailor it and, yeah. and change it the way you want to. But there are other websites like Squarespace that make this really, really easy uh, for you to design your own website. And again, to put Google Analytics in there is all you do is sign up for it, then put your number in where you need to put your number in and you can start tracking immediately. So this is not rocket science. And I know that Jeremy will include, you know, will include his uh, links in the show notes, uh, but he would love to talk to you a little bit more about this uh, as well. So- Yeah, sorry, Tom, if I, you stop me at any time, like if there's, if there's technical terms or something, I'm using that or- confusing but you're doing a great job you're, you're just so smart i just got to dumb it down for the rest of us like me you know and so this helps me um all right so that that's the first thing that you can do okay so what what would be the second thing that you can do so it's and this is also in, in part of that page analytics extension it's the heat map i love the heat map for me i'm visual like i like to see it so it makes that data kind of become a little bit more alive um so what a heat map really is and does it's it gives you kind of like a location and a graphical representation of all the site data. So it allows you to see how your users are engaging with your website. It shows such as like what links they're clicking on, what sections of your pages they're most interested in. So it really starts to uh, visualize the user behavior. And then you can start to use that to your advantage and on how it is. So not only now with Google Analytics and that dashboard gives you the numbers, but this also now gives you kind of a very clear visual of where people are clicking and where they're, they're, they're at on the site. And so you can start to kind of map out some of those behaviors. Yeah, that's really important. And I like this, uh, this extension. I'm a Safari user, so I'm not really into Chrome, but I do know that there are a few different times that I do actually intentionally use the Chrome browser it's because they have these great extensions and Google wants you to use their browser and they provide these extensions and they are really, really helpful uh, for you when you're doing website stuff, especially with Google Analytics. So I, I, I'm very visual as well. And so the idea of this heat map, I've never used it myself, but the idea of this heat map really makes it really clear what's, what's doing good, what's not doing good. And then you can analyze the data and say, what do we need to make changes on? Yeah, Tom, and also you bring up like thing like kind of your browser and what you're using. Um, that's also a really big part of like your website, making sure that it looks good on Safari, looks good on Chrome, looks good on Firefox, uh, Edge. And so that's kind of called like cross. Do they still have Microsoft Edge? 
yeah that's so like that replaced internet explorer <laughs> i didn't think they still had i didn't think microsoft still had that stuff <laughs> Dude, yeah you don't you don't know man like a lot of pc based companies you know a lot of their software is built and so because microsoft and they're using teams and it's all integral into their their pc ecosystem they have to use it so dang that's awesome but that's true and you have to make it mobile friendly too 100 uh, i mean right. because it isn't a large part of people looking up on websites looking from their phones or tablet yeah, i think that's uh yeah i forget the statistics especially in church in the church uh arena st stats just because when you're when you're driving past a church sign or a church, the first thing you want to do is like, boom, you Google it right there. So you're on your phone. So it's a very mobile, mobile priority kind of website. So yeah, good point. Yeah, good. So, okay, th this is very helpful. Um, and again, I think when you're, you're thinking through the, these uh, things, you have to think about who your target audience is. Again, it always comes back to who are you trying to reach? And if, if who you are reaching on your website is different from the target audience, you're going to have to make adjustments. You're going to have to make some changes on one thing or another. Maybe you have to start reaching a different kind of person if the different type of people are coming to your website. Um, but again, before you get into the analytics, know who you're trying to reach, what that person looks like, what they're into, uh, and all that so that you can really have, you can judge whether or not your website's meeting the needs of your church. So good. All right, so last one. What's what's your third point? Tom shouldn't be using Safari because that's like ten percent of all internet users. Did you just look that up? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, no, I, no, I just I'm like whenever I look at anybody's Google Analytics, like it's a very low percentage that are using uh, Safari. So for good. us, that we're whenever developing websites, we hate those people that are using Safari because you make our job so much harder. Anyway, sorry. I tell you, okay, so just a little bit of background here. Jeremy is an Android user. I'm an Apple user. We fight all the time about these things uh, because sometimes we're in group threads together and all that stuff. I mean, we like to pick and, and prod each other on these things. And so, I, do, wait, do you have a MacBook? I do, yeah, because I think it's I, uh, it's best for design. Everything looks so great. Anyway, I'm sorry, Tom. Okay, no, this is I good. told you I wasn't going to bully you on this, but it's just so automatic. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Jeremy. Oh, no, uh, and you can tell, like, obviously, I'm a huge Google Google fan, and it just because that's what, especially in the web world, what everyone's searching through. So, so anyway, the the third piece is just the simple, simple. And actually, I I was in a um, seminar on on exactly. Google Analytics and the uh, the presenter said one of the easiest things that you can do to really start to boost a lot of organic search and whatever metrics that you're looking at is having a Google business page. Um, again, as we're saying here, if you scratch Google's back, they're going to scratch your website's back. So they love to capture all that data about your church and they want it updated pretty frequently because again it's a part of their ecosystem so they're updating their maps they're updating the hours the images uh the information but make sure you have that because whenever somebody searches that's the number one thing that's going to come right onto the right sidebar so you really want to have that dialed in in an order um, and more the updates, the better. Yep. Um, and that's going to, that's going to really please the Google, the Google gods. <laughs> the Google. Well, it's really important. We, again, we, we've known this for a few years at our church and we've been really 
you're trying to be strategic about uploading pictures and whatnot, and actually even getting those uh, reviews. Mm, want, yeah, good point. Yeah, Google really wants the reviews. Yes, good and point. So you can encourage your your uh, congregation to give five star reviews, even if they hate your church, they can give five star reviews, and just give that because that again it bumps your church up. Oh, good. So more. So, uh, so I think that's Which, really important. And then kind of that point, like if we were on a team and like uh, we were on the web team, like we're like, hey, one of our goals is to get more reviews. So then guess what? I would probably really focus on getting a button, making something really good in our first user experience on our website to get more reviews, you know, and incentivize that. So it's just kind of cool. Like, I love how you said that. Like, boom, we need more reviews. All right. How do we go back? Let's look at the analytics. Let's change our site to get that and let's test. So that's really that to me, that's just a lot of fun, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> it's it's glorious, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see you all giddy about analytics. Because again, I, I will be honest, again, someone's gonna be listening to this podcast and be like, it's just too much for me. But the reality is if I can do it, you can do it. Um, and so um the, the analytics are really important and you really gotta examine the data. Um, because again, like again, if you do a blog post and it, it really catches fire and people really like it, then you can look at that and say, okay, the data says this type of blog post is really doing well. How can we do more like this? And when you do that, you're, you're going to continue to boost up your numbers and drive people to your website so that they can learn about God and their lives be changed. Again, this all plays in the picture of their spiritual formation. This isn't just about doing a website and getting information. This really starts the process because, you know, Jeremy, we know the stats, right? People are going to check out your website first before they come to your church, right? And here's the cool thing. Like we, there was one church, so this was a couple of years ago, but uh, working with them and like looking at the Google analytics, but it basically defines the demographic that are visiting your church to their hobbies to their interests and you can get all that access so you can hand that off to someone that's teaching that weekend be like hey here are the targets here's the things that they've looked at here's well not necessarily but like here's the there's the hobbies here's kind of the persona the age what what they use what the, what they like and you know that again just arming you for how to better meet that felt need yeah it's really, really uh, important, really good. And again, if you're on WordPress, they have a variety of different uh, plugins that you can put in to help you read the numbers and a good right from your site. Uh, again, like what Jeremy also said, there's a Chrome extension that will help you as well. So it really will, the more you do this and the more you invest in it, the the better you're going to get at reading it and then helping your church. Uh, and, and I want to just say, like, I, I kind of, for the sake of this conversation, I kind of crafted a lane to how to do this, but there's so many different ways to do this, but it, the, the hope, the, just the motivation is for you to do it <laughs> and to figure that out. There's so many tools out there and plugins. So that, and there's tons of tutorials. So that this is just a way. Yeah. It's, it's one way, but a good way. Well, Jeremy, as we wrap up, what, um, what, uh, how else would you encourage you? Would you give us any final thoughts and of, of encouragement as you're, uh, we're talking to, people about church website stuff yeah i just uh, i always just keep learning uh you know just that's why i love the data like i just pull a monthly report of your site you know and just just see how you're doing um set some easy goals talk about you know people love to hear about <laughs> like wow you know compliment the people in the church or outside the church that 
contributor to the website that are doing that the data is doing yeah. showing it's doing really well people love to hear that right yeah. um and just just yeah keep learning keep complimenting and have fun yeah well and uh, i'm glad you said that too jeremy too because the reality is this the person who's doing the google analytics doesn't have to be a staff person right it, it can be a volunteer like we think of volunteers on the level of oh can they help out with child care can they help out with hospitality can they be an usher can they be a greeter but this is a volunteer position where you there's probably someone in your church that really geeks out like jeremy on this kind of stuff and would love to check your google analytics and give you the reports that you need so this could really be a very good volunteer opportunity a great point tom i never thought about it like that and it's not scary that's another thing yeah. like people like always get spooked out about it but it's so it's so easy and google obviously they know what they're doing they're trying to make it as user-friendly as possible so it's not you're not like relinquishing over like confidential data yeah to, you know when you when you link it up it's just it's just tracking who's coming to your site yeah it's great it's very helpful and jeremy thanks for taking some time to talk to me about this how can someone can connect with you if they got questions for you? Uh, just go to, you can go to my portfolio websites, just jeremyzock.com kind of crafts out, you know, who I am on, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can connect with me on eBay, Jay-Z to the JC. I okay. made that, I made that account, uh, I think in 2000 when I Good. started really getting serious about the Lord. So you can check. I, I almost have a hundred percent feedback there. So oh, you do? I have like a 98% on eBay. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, the, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, Jeremy is on Twitter too, but he's, yeah, never... I was going to, I'm bringing, I texted you. I was like, I'm going to get back on that once, uh, Elon really overhauls it. Yeah, there you go. That, that would be great. I, I hope he doesn't, I hope he doesn't back out of that. So, so Jeremy, as always, it's great talking with you and uh, seeing you. So uh, thanks, man. Right on. Later. All right. So what did you think? What did you think of our conversation with Jeremy? Again, Jeremy, as I said in the earlier in the interview, he's one of those guys that just purposely tries to mess me up or tries to distract me in some way. Uh, but I love having him on. He's a great friend and he has a lot of knowledge with website stuff. So I would love to hear from you. What encouraged you? What challenged you? What made you think a little bit or what questions do you have? Definitely put in the comment section below or you can hit me up on Twitter at TA Pounder. You can even hit up Jeremy on Twitter uh, and I'll include all his contacts in the show notes today. All right, heroes. Well, thanks so much for being with me today. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, go and subscribe to it. It's on iTunes, Spotify. It's on YouTube. You can find it at the uh, church.digital. You can find it at uh, the Digital Bootcamp Facebook group. You can find it all over. So just subscribe to it. It's all in the show notes. We'd love for you to connect in that way. All right, heroes. Well, I hope you have a great rest of the day. Until next time, have a great one.